if they can come up with a stupid Apple cloth, they could figure out this air power math thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that they just became a trillion dollar value, three trillion dollar value company. Come on now. Y'all can do you it. You got the money. <laughs> You're listening to the Snob OS podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And this is Nika Monford, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. And welcome back to the Snob OS show, the show for Apple snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. Uh, we are back from a nice extended break uh, for the holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, birthday for some of us. So uh, we are back. We are real well rested, and I think we are ready to uh, give you some more tech news, Apple news specifically, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different uh, this week, and we're going to focus mostly on Apple stuff. Um, we're going to run through some quick uh, news that maybe happened over the past week or even over the holidays, and we're going to do our annual uh, tech predictions. But what we're going to do a little bit differently is uh, focus on all Apple tech predictions, because I couldn't really think of anything uh, traumatic or new or um, uh, crazy that will happen as far as technology, you know, the whole metaverse, uh, crypto, uh, you know, Web3, all that stuff is pretty much going to eat up all of the tech news, uh, EVs, electric vehicles, you know, uh, all that's going to pretty much take over this year. Uh, with the exception of Omicron and <laughs> COVID, that's still right. going to be in full effect. <laughs> exactly. Except, right. With the exception of that, pretty much most of the tech stuff, everybody, all that's, uh, 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 all that stuff, we kind of already predict that stuff is going to happen. So we're going to get into and focus on tech predictions, specifically for Apple products, since we are the uh, snob, the Apple snob. So, mm -hmm. uh, but before we do the tech predictions, we're going to do some uh, quick Apple news, some some quick hits, hot takes. Uh, first and foremost, uh, the iPhone 15 uh, turned 15 uh, over the past weekend, January 9th. Uh, was that 2007? I think it was. Yes. When the uh, first iPhone launched. So this week commemorates the, commemorates the uh, 15th year since then, you know, kind of Steve Jobs, you know, put his uh, put his English on the, you know, the. The not only did he change the uh, mobile communications industry, he also changed how people do events and mm -hmm. actually release new products. So, you know, that kind of goes hand in hand with launching the iPhone, kind of launches new age style of, you know, how companies, manufacturers roll out new products. So you can kind of, you know, uh, not only can you contribute, you know, iPhone for revolutionized smartphones, you can contribute, you know, as Steve Jobs revolutionizing events. So we just want to do a, a quick shout out to the iPhone. It's turns 15. It can almost drive. It's got his learner's permit. Yep. <laughs> so complete, uh, uh, complete game changer. Um, yep, yep, not only absolutely. like you said in the mobile space, but the way they do events. So pouring one out for the homie Steve, Steve Jobs for, you know, completely changing the game. Mm -hmm. You know, smartphones was, was a game changer as far as humanity is concerned. Internet was a game changer as far as the Internet is concerned. I mean, the humanity, you know, uh, cars, telephones, uh, electricity, you know, these are like the big, big things that we've done in, you know, in our short 
you know, time as humans on this planet, you could put the iPhone up there yeah. with some of those things. You know, we had smartphones before the iPhone. Well, we had, you know, wireless technology. But when the iPhone came out, that kind of changed everything as far as how we use technology. So you could put the iPhone up there with cars almost, you know. Uh, yeah, it changed, me. it changed, <laughs> it changed, you know, the way we use it, but it also changed the look of it. Um, if you think back prior to the iPhone, everything had a physical keypad. If you remember mm -hmm. the black ears, everybody click, 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 click. This completely, you know, changed the game when it came to how you actually interact with the mm -hmm. device. It's mm -hmm. an on screen, um, capability. It's not anything that, you know, you physically, you, you don't have like an actual, physical input the input right. is on the screen so yep. Yep. Uh, it's definitely i think it's up there with with some of the greatest inventions in the world yep so absolutely so shout out to the iphone um the next thing up uh speaking of iphones uh real quick ios 15.2.1 has been released like today uh, if you're listening to this live uh it's uh, wednesday but if you're listening to it on when we actually publish the show uh, iOS 15.2.1 announced earlier this week. Um, wasn't really anything major with it, with the exception of if you were having, um, issues as it relates to sending iCloud links via messages. You were having some issues as far as photos being sent. Like if you like share a photo with somebody, it shares it to them via messages as a link. Uh, you may have had some issues with that. Uh, you're having issues with CarPlay, like if you had any third party apps, like if you listen to Pandora, if you listen to Spotify, any other non Apple CarPlay apps, you may have had some issues as far as it not accepting inputs. Like if you're touching the screen, it's not working. Uh, iOS 15.2.1 fixes that. Probably the most important out of all of those is it was a HomeKit vulnerability that Apple patched that which would allow attackers to send devices into a boot loop. So if you have HomeKit devices like I do, uh, and somebody were to hack into my router, my home network, they could actually not really view anything, not steal any information, but just make my, my products act crazy. So that was probably the, the, the one thing that I got out of this iOS 15.2.1 update that probably you might want to be the most concerned about. So, uh, if you do have a phone, uh, you haven't been paying attention, hopefully that's what you tune into the show for to get the lowdown on the latest Apple news. So we are giving you that. So, uh, you might want to go ahead and just go ahead and update to iOS 15.2.1. Update all your devices. I think it was, <laughs> was it a, uh, an iPad update as well? I think it was, uh, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure they do all the, the Monterey, iOS's. they all of yeah. them. So just, just save yourself the, <laughs> the uncertainty. Um, and just update everything. <laughs> yeah. Once a month, just, just once a yeah. month, just go through and check for updates on your yeah. uh, Apple devices. <laughs> Speaking of updates, exactly. um, the, the po Apple polishing cloth is now back in <laughs> stock. Uh, that seems like a dumb story. Um, because you would think, uh, who cares? Apple had a polishing cloth. That's an Apple branded microfiber cloth. But well, when they first announced it, immediately went out of, <laughs> was out of stock, you know? So yeah. obviously some people were buying it. I'm not, I'm not going to get it, but no. if it went out of sale, uh, out of stock so fast, and now they're getting just now getting to back to where these polishing cloths are back in stock, which they, you know, they don't look any different. It's a white 
microfiber cloth that has an Apple logo in one of the corners. It's about the size of a rag that you would use to, you know, wipe Clean anything down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, of course, Apple puts their spin on product, uh, dis- descriptions. They call it a soft, non-abrasive material. I mean, <laughs> how's that different than anything? But I guess, you know, Apple says it, it must be important. So all of that to say, uh, they're back in stock. I think they were selling for, Selling for nineteen dollars. Nineteen bucks. So if yeah. yeah, so if you're remotely interested and you're more of a snob than I am, you might want to go ahead and jump back on this because it may go back out of stock. Uh, 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 go out of stock. You know, very very shortly. So you might want. And I think the only reason why there. it really was that big of a deal is because non-Apple people were just making a big hubbub about it. Oh mm-hmm. my God, they're just so much. They're just doing so much. And of course, when uh naysayers and anti-Apple people talk mm-hmm. about a specific product, you know, Apple mm-hmm. like, we're going to show you, we're going to buy right. it or whatever. So right. I think the naysayers and the anti-Apple people really kind of kicked it up a notch to to get it sold out. Right. Well, maybe one of the reasons the polishing cloth may be the reason why Apple over the holidays, I didn't talk about this in the, in the pre-show Apple over the holidays, uh, went over the 3 trillion mark as a Mm -hmm. value for, uh, for a company. So maybe the publishing cloth (laughs) selling out like gangbusters (laughs) pushed Apple over the edge of their $3 trillion, you know, value as a company. So (laughs) speaking of Apple haters, um, there was a, uh, wall street journal story that talks about messaging talks specifically about Apple and uh, the person in the story was uh, perplexed. Let me not perplexed, but kind of rhetorical about why Apple is really so closed off as a relationship ecosystem, specifically iMessage. iMessage is a iPhone or now, you know, if you have iCloud connected iCloud, it is a iCloud Apple ecosystem specific thing to where if you have an iPhone, iPad, i um, MacBook, Apple Watch, you can send and receive messages. They're end to end encrypted. You get emo- emojis that give you the, the ability to uh, customize your uh, avatar, give it different emotions, give it different effects. You know, you can get threaded messages. All the features that come with iMessage are specific, are specific to iPhone to iPhones, to iMessage, to anybody that connects a iCloud account to any Apple devices free of charge. They don't charge you anything extra. You get all these extra features. Specifically, if you're on a text message, uh, like a group message with a group of people, people with iMessages have the blue bubbles versus anybody else is using SMX, SMS, or specifically Android people have the green bubbles. So that's always kind of like a, a war you know, maybe not that serious. Uh, it's hateration in the dancery. It, it's it's <laughs> people in different camps, you know, like to big up their products cool over kids anybody versus else's not product. Cool kids yeah, right, right, all that right. Type of, all yeah. that type of thing. So yeah. uh, this Wall Street Journal kind of points out, you know, Apple being a walled off garden, and you know them not um, standardizing, not not adopting any other different messaging formats. Kind of, you know, um, halts or slows down the, you know, the, the growth of messaging platforms. Of course, there's this Google exec jumps on this, uh, Wall Street Journal story and goes as far as to say Apple is being bullies because they are not 
standardizing. They're not adopting any other messaging platforms. RCS is the platform that is the most standardized. And basically what that does is enables you to whether, whether you're using an iPhone and Android, whether you're using um, uh, chat, uh, whether you're using Facebook Messenger or any sort of third-party apps, kind of standardizes some of those features that Apple people tend to take for granted because mm-hmm. we use iPhones. You know, some of these other messaging platforms don't, don't really have those features, and it's not interoper- interoperable. You right. know, so that it doesn't translate when you're using an Android or a SMS versus using an iPhone. So mm-hmm. this uh, this Google exec jumps on Apple and says, oh, they're being bullies because they're not adopting messaging standards. Uh, but really what I think it is, is Google has tried and failed miserably Multiple times. to come up with a comparable mm-hmm. comparison or a competitor to iMessage. Now, I, I fully believe that if this Google exec like really could say, ah, well, you know, they got iMessage we got this and this thing does blah, 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 whatever, whatever you want to call it, G chat, whatever, what, if it was truly comparable to iMessage, he wouldn't be talking about, about they would, they would compare and compete, Mm -hmm. but he wouldn't be like, oh, Apple's being bullies because they're not as one industry. Right. right. Bro, (laughs) if you're jealous, (laughs) just say you're jealous. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, and not only jealous, I think they're really trying to, you know, uh, what is it, reverse psychology Apple yeah. into adopting a more standardized thing. So they have that one less knock against Google. I'm not saying it's a knock at all. Google Android people, you know, you have your features that iPhone users don't, you know, and I mean, that's different companies, you know, competition yeah. is good for the consumer, no matter right. what camp side of the camp you, uh, you, right. li- you lie on. But if you if Google really, for whatever reason, can't come up with a competitor, it's like, all right, just say that. Just be like, yo, you know, uh, we tried, you know, we've decided to go this route. We're going to work with the carriers that to adopt this new RCS messaging service that does X, Y and Z. You know, we hope our we want to make sure our users have this, you know, the best experience as possible. You know, if you want to go other routes, there's Apple. They got iMessage, blah, 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 blah. Leave it at that. You know, for him to try to, uh, you know, use codes like bullying, you know, people are having issues. And one you know, industry. Right, right, right. And, and, you know, try to use the bullying, you know, because we're talking about cyberbullying. You know, that is a big issue nowadays as it relates to mental health for him to kind of hook in the fact try that and they co-opt, you right, know, that negativity that surrounds exactly. bullying and try and put it on something as, right, you know, minute as a feature on text messaging. It's, right, right. It's, you know, trying to kill a fish with a shotgun. Right. We, we see you and, and we see you. Yeah. So, uh, and all we know that what to it say, is. right. Yeah. All that to say, I don't ever see Apple being like, Oh, you're right. Let's, let's move over to RCS. Have they let's not learned anything from this whole Epic battle? They right, right. are not willing to relent. <laughs> right. So, and again, sorry, something as simple but... as iMessage, you know, if you're really, you know, and I do this, if you really want to, uh, create a community, if you want to get a chat group going to where everybody has the same features, you go use WhatsApp, you use Telegram, you use Facebook Messenger, you use all these other different options. You got options. And yeah. ain't no, it's not that big of a deal. For the fact, yeah. you call in the bully and it's like, we see you, dog. <laughs> right. All right. All right. So that was the uh, quick hit Apple news. I'm pretty sure there was a bunch of other things that happened over the holidays, but 
your boy, if I'm on break, I am on break. I ain't on, on the computer. Break. I may go through my social media, but I really ain't hunting. You know, I really ain't no doing work. no work. Yep. <laughs> this podcast <laughs> Not <included>. at all. <laughs> so break I'm pretty sure. Break. Right. So I'm assuming a bunch of things happen. So let us know. Hit us up on social media. If there's some something that we missed that you thought was important, let us know. Uh, Snobos cast on all handles. Right. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to the second uh, half or a portion of the show. Uh, we're still keeping an apple, but we're going to get into our annual uh, tech predictions portion to where uh, Nika and I were going to uh, go over some of our uh, tech predictions of what we think will happen within this year, uh, 2022, but we're going to keep it Apple. So we're going to talk about things that Apple will, won't do. They may look at, they may not look at. So we're going to go ahead and jump into that. Um, I'll go ahead and go first. Uh, I think they're just kind of skimming it. We kind of maybe are at odds on one or two things, but mm -hmm. most are kind of, you know, trying to jump in different areas. So I'll, I'll yep. go ahead and I'll go ahead and start first. Uh, one of the, it's a personal thing. Uh, one of the things I want Apple to do, um, something I think that will set the iPhone 14, if that's what they call it, that will, you know, kind of uh, add new features that makes it worthwhile to upgrade from a 13 to a 14, which ain't too many people doing that. I would. Most people are staying with an iPhone 11. Now they're trying to decide whether they're going to get a 14. For people like me who need convincing to go from a 13 to a 14, when a 13 is just fine, would be refreshed. Right. But the feature that would get me, well, it's not, but the feature <laughs> that wouldn't, I wouldn't have to second guess at all would be reverse charging. If they were to bring reverse charging to the iPhone 14. So that's my first prediction that Apple will bring reverse charging to the iPhone 14. Uh, for those who don't that. know, yeah, for, for those who don't know what reverse charging is, it's the ability to either a, Use an iPhone to charge an iPhone by putting it, you know, in the vicinity or actually physically laying it on the back of an iPhone. You know, you've got the MagSafe charging capability to where you can use that MagSafe charging to charge another phone or to do something that what I really wanted to do would be to charge like my AirPods, my wireless AirPods case or to wirelessly charge my Apple Watch. So that way I don't have to carry all these cables, cables. all these ports. I can carry one cable, one outlet, plug my iPhone into it, and then lay it on the face, and then on the back, be able to charge my i, my Apple Watch, and my AirPods. So that would be the feature that I'm looking forward for to uh, Apple doing in 14. So I'm a, I'm gonna say that's what they're gonna do. That's gonna be my prediction, and I'll let you go ahead and do yours. So my first one is I think it's time um, for Apple Pencil update. I foresee them adding some additional haptics to the app, Apple Pencil. They, I think, really encouraging people, especially with the, the new iPod, the new iPads. I think, mm -hmm. of course, we're going to get a new iPad Pro, but I think similar to if you think about the new iOS, if you kind of hover your, your icon kind of in the corner, you kind of get the little pop up of like little, the little uh, note, the kind of sticky uh -huh. thing. I think they are mm -hmm. going to bring more of that type of haptics to the pencil so that mm -hmm. you don't, you can, get more out of the pencil than just, you know, writing or switching the color, that type of thing. I think we are going to get some new haptics for the Apple pencil that makes it even easier. And, you know, for people more to gestures, their, things yeah, like more that. gestures to, okay. to use their, their iPad rather than, you know, we, we've talked about it before how the iPad is, you know, inching up on, you know, your, your notebook 
as you know, you may need it so much. I think mm -hmm. the change that they can make, which I think they will, is with the Apple Pencil making it um, a little bit more necessary for people to use when they're using their their iPad and making it easier. I can see that uh, all the gestures we got on the iPhones, they could mm -hmm. use some more gestures for the pencil. Yeah. All right. So my next thing that Apple will do or will bring to uh, their devices, product services in 2014 or 2022 is Apple will add body temperature monitoring to the Apple Watch. Uh, one of the things that uh, you'll get into it in your one of your predictions, um, Apple really didn't bring that many new sensors uh, pretty much knew anything with the exception of a little bit bigger face, a little bit better battery life, you know, a little bit faster processor, but they really didn't do anything as far as the major things like a sensor, you know, right now you can, you you can check your breathing. You can check your, uh, um, your heartbeat, heart rate. You can, yeah. you can do your EKG, you know, electrocardiogram sensor, you do all these things, but fall you know, detection. You really, yeah. right. Uh, fall detection. But they didn't do anything new. With the latest version of the Apple Watch, I think this year in 2022, Apple is going to bring body temperature monitoring uh, uh, because that, to me, that's like something that, especially with this COVID, COVID going around. Yep. And <laughs> not know, going anywhere, obviously. Uh, right. It would be nice to be able to flip my wrist, you know, hold on a digital crown or do something and be able to check my body temperature. So that's my prediction for the next Apple Watch. Uh, Apple will bring body temperature monitoring. And I think for the Apple Watch, in addition to getting a redesign, because as you mentioned, we didn't see a lot in the last um, Apple um, Watch. Um, I think we're going to see something in the realm of vehicle detection. Okay. Um, if you look at the latest Apple commercial, when they're talking about the Apple Watch, they're doing all these things, whereas I think someone's car flipped over. Mm -hmm. I think we're mm -hmm. going to see some sort of monitoring or detection around maybe speeding, mm -hmm. or if you get in a car accident, it'll detect if the airbag comes out, okay. or it'll right. detect like if you're hitting like another vehicle or, or something okay. to that effect, because it's all on right. your person and your Apple watch can't tell when you're walking versus when you're in a car. So I think we'll see something in the lines of a vehicle detection on the Apple watch, especially with all the rumors of an Apple car coming. And I think the other thing is diabetes. I think we're going to get some sort of sensor to be able, I know you won't be able to do like your blood, like the, the fingers pressure. Stick. Yeah. I think there's, there's going to be some sort of sensor monitor that allows for, um, you know, detection of your sugar level or something, you know, related to diabetes, because a lot of people are diabetics. And I've seen kind of the commercials where they have like little sensor on their arm mm -hmm, and they mm -hmm. kind of just put their phone up to it mm -hmm, and it kind mm -hmm. of reads it. So I think we'll get something similar to that because when you think about the Apple Watch, it really does pretty much scan your whole body at this point. And I can just see them adding more and more features for something on your on your person, especially if they give us like a a, a touch sensor on either the crown or either on the on the like the power uh, button. Okay. So giving so, us like an actual physical sensor. Got you. So that was the one reason why I didn't put a, a diabetes or blood pressure blood pressure monitor because pressure, right? Mm -hmm. When you go get your regular blood pressure, they put the big strap thing on your arm mm -hmm. and it squeezes your arm to detect how much pressure your literally how much pressure your blood 
blood produces is, while yeah. trying to go through your veins, right? Um, I don't, I couldn't figure out how Apple could do that on a watch that is while it is secure on your wrist. It doesn't do any pressure. Would they release a new band, a specific band to I where think, the band is? I think so would because if it? you think with the the band, that's like the the circle. That well, they what I was going to say before you get to it, mm-hmm. I thought they would do that. I thought that would be the only way they could do it. But I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. Apple, that don't sound like something Apple would do. But when you, and you something you mentioned, if you maybe they put they change the digital crown to where you if you put more pressure to it, then they could do pressure that way mm-hmm. or on the screen, if they do a, um, if they add pressure, you know, you, it's got the haptic feedback on the screen mm-hmm. to where you, if you, we if you press you the buttons, the mm-hmm. but it's not pressure. If they mm-hmm. figured out a way to pressurize the Apple watch screen, then you can put your finger or even two fingers or take your, um, your wrist and then use your wrist and press up because they the do have, they have right. wrist cuffs. Because okay. I have a wrist blood pressure cuff. You just oh, put you the do. cuff on your okay. wrist and oh. it just squeezes, 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 oh, okay. and then okay. it does your readings and, you know, releases. So okay. I think so, yeah. that's how they're kind of, they'll maybe try and figure it in there. All right. Well, that'd be interesting to see. Like I said, I couldn't imagine it, so I didn't put it on there, but that's just <laughs> my imagination was limited, right? <laughs> all right. So uh, that's all the things I think Apple will do. Uh, I've got a couple of things that I think Apple will not do. And this is where we may butt heads a couple of times. I don't think Apple in 2022, they may announce it in 2022, but I don't think they're going to actually release any sort of AR augmented reality glasses kind of look like my glasses and where they overlay information like maps or directions or messages or anything or an actual virtual reality to where it covers your eyes and they put it in a virtual world. I don't think they're going to do any of that in 2022. They may announce it, but I don't think it's going to launch in actual 2022. So, um, simply because supply chain, uh, simply before, simply because of, you know, um, Apple and their issues with back to work and that whole thing, I don't think they're going to be ready to actually release, uh, any sort of AR VR headset in 2024. So that was a thumbs down for me. Now I want to hear your reasons why you think they will. I think they will okay. um, release a AR VR mixed uh, reality headset. Um, I think the technology has been there for a while. We've seen it with the iPhone, how, you know, when they do the Easter eggs on the announcements, you can kind of mm-hmm. get the virtual the, the LiDAR you know, spinning. Stuff, yeah. Right. Yeah. That mm-hmm. type of thing. So mm-hmm. I think it's been in the making for a while. Um, I know we have Oculus and, you know, I think mm-hmm. they've been kind of flying under the radar. Ray-Ban they, has some sort of sunglasses that mm-hmm. does something, right? I think that they've been planning this for a minute. So I think they do have the stock. Again, we just said they are, you know, the highest grossing company in the world at $3 right. trillion. Dollars. I think that they have the bulk of what they need to mm-hmm. get this done. Um, no, and. I- I believe you. I think they do have, they, I, I believe you. they've been working on it for a minute. I just, I just think it's like Apple. They're like so particular, you know, even going back to the, and we'll talk about this in a minute, <laughs> the air power mat, you know, they're so particular that if yeah. it don't work quite exactly, you know, barring any sort of, you know, feedback, you know, any mm-hmm. sort of, you know, glitches, any sort of things that you find out in post, you know, I think they're so particular to where it's like with the AR thing, it's like, I don't, 
I think they want to get that one right because you're right. Uh, they do need something like the iPhone, like the Apple Watch, like the iPad that kind of boosted Apple's stock even higher. Mm-hmm. They can't, the Apple car is still a couple years off. Yeah. You know, uh, so they need something in between like the Apple Watch and the Apple car. So I'm pretty sure the AR VR headset thing is the next thing, especially now we're talking about metaverse and all these other things. I just think Apple's so particular. They're kind of like, hey, what? give it hey, one more year and then we'll I think do they it. Got, <laughs> I, I personally think, I think they got it figured out. Okay. All right. I think all they right. do. All right. So my next thing is uh, Apple will not get rid of the iPhone notch in 2022. Uh, there've been a lot of rumors, a lot of things going around oh, in the past couple of weeks. All the mock-ups. Yeah. All the mock-ups, all the, the, the leaked information about Apple uh, going the route of Samsung, going out the, going the route of Google pixel and doing, instead of doing the notch that kind of um, has its own um, portion of the screen to where it has the camera, has all the sensors, has all that. They're going to do some sort of pinhole slash somebody. Pill. I saw a pill, right? Yeah. The pill kind of display to where you just had this little bitty it's sliver, like a little oval, right, of of a camera, and then everything else is hidden behind the screen. I don't think Apple's going to do that. I think just the reason, the sole reason why, and it's not some sort of technical limitation. It's not some sort of you know thing that Apple just can't do or is having trouble trying to do. I think the aesthetic of the iPhone is why they keep, they use the notch in the first place and a reason why they're going to keep it. Because if you remember prior to the notch, if you went to a website or you went to a display or you seen anything that you really couldn't tell it was an iPhone, but you could tell it was a smartphone, the home button like a mock-up, you would see a phone and you would see the little home, the little button at the bottom and you would know that was an iPhone. It was an essential identifier of an iPhone in a sea of mobile devices that right. all look like the iPhone, all a- shaped like the iPhone. Exactly. So once Apple got rid of the home, the home button, they replaced it with the notch. Now the same, taking the same thing that you just said, if you look at like a mock-up or if you look at a display, if you look at any sort of outline picture graphic of an iPhone, the notch that automatically tells you that's an iPhone versus just a you know, smartphone. So I think doesn't the pixel have the pixel has the pinhole. It, it has a very, very small, very, very short notch. But okay. um, what am minute. I thinking? Someone had, I thought someone had like a the only thing they had was like the pinhole. I can't remember. Um, I, I, the, the Galaxy devices have a pinhole. Maybe that's what it is. And then the pixel, the pixel, the newer ones, the sevens, I think have a pinhole as well. I think there's one, I can't remember who somebody has like a notch, but it's very, very small. It's not, Mm. you can't tell it looks different than an iPhone notch, but all that to say, um, Apple very well could, they have the technology to make a pinhole and then put all the sensors behind the screen. I think the notch has become the thing that makes an iPhone look like an iPhone. So I think they're going to keep it. They may shrink it because I think they shrunk it. Um, in the 13, they mm-hmm. may shrink it a little bit more, but I'm with you. I don't, all this discourse around the whole pinhole versus peel. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, people had started to make jokes about it and they made it like a square, they made it like a house. They made mm-hmm. it all these different shapes. It's mm-hmm. too much discourse around it for it to honestly be, you know, serious. 
Right, right. All right. So, uh, what is your next thing as far My as next what? I- thing is air power mat. I was a huge proponent of air power <laughs> mat. I was holding out hope. Then my hopes got dashed. Um, similar to your reverse charging, um, prediction, mm-hmm. um, they kind of go hand in hand with the exception that the air power mat is a completely separate device. Right. But I think the technology is extremely similar. Mm-hmm. to what an air power mat would do. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I've, I've mentioned it before. I think they were trying to do too much initially mm-hmm. with the air power mat, with the spacing of it, the distribution fluctuation. I think they're going to come out with a streamlined version of the uh, air power mat. And then as time goes on, because they've been working on this for years, um, that they will eventually, when they do their upgrades or whatever, it will they'll hopefully have the whole power distribution, you know, different places that'll be in future releases. But I think they are going to come out with the, with the air pack. I think that's coming back. And I think it may be like distinct lanes mm-hmm. on the, the power mat. So maybe it'll have like a, a space for one thing, a space for another thing in its Apple kind of designy way. Um, right. But I think that will be the, the, the reintroduction and the bringing back of the air power map, okay. especially right. since they got the max safe stuff going. I think they got it where they can say, here it is. It's just not what we originally planned, but this is pretty doggone good. And, you know, thinking down the line, these are features that we can add going down right. the line. And I think they're going to use the air power mat, but they're going to put it in the phone. <laughs> that's, <laughs> what, that's what I think they're going to do. One of the two things we think is going to happen, but they're going to do some sort of, uh, wireless charging, Apple branded wireless charging. So we're not hunting for all these different, uh, features because if they can come up with a stupid Apple cloth, they could figure out this air power mat thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that they just became a trillion dollar value, three trillion dollar yes. value company. Come on now. Y'all can do you it. You got the money. <laughs> all right. So my final thing, Apple will not release a foldable phone. Um, pro- um, out of all of the things that I, a hot take, of mine, which, you know, I'm not really sure about, but I'm just going to put my face out there is the AR VR headset thing. I'm talking like it won't happen, but you know, I'm not really sure, but if I'm right, you know, that's a hot take, right? (laughs) (laughs) With the foldable phone, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty, pretty sure Apple's not doing a foldable phone. That was also one of the things that was swirling around over the holidays that, you know, people rumored, leaked, things like that. that Apple is working on a foldable phone. They may very well be. Same thing with the AR VR technology. They've been paying attention. They know what Oculus is doing. They know what Ray-Ban is doing. They know what all these other companies are doing. They know what the streets are saying. You know, um, and they're probably working on, okay, how can we make a foldable phone the Apple way? I don't think they're going to be able to do it in 2022. So no. they're going to, I think they're going to hold off on that uh, for another year or two before they do a foldable phone. Before we even when we finally decide that's the move, right? I've seen the nice foldable phones, but it's just like, yeah, uh, I'm good. (laughs) So for me, the foldable phone issue, it's not foldable. It's a flip phone. It's a flip phone. If you look at any of them, there's a hinge on the back. It's not folding. It's a flip phone. 
Right. To me, a foldable phone is, I think I've said this before, it's the, it's based on the material. The material is malleable. The material uh-huh. itself folds. It's not dependent on a hinge or hardware in the back to force it to okay. flip or fold over. I think I said, um, this on when, uh, I did the predictions because we did like all tech predictions on DTNS. Mm-hmm. My thing was, I used to love the, the sci-fi show that came on CBS that Halle Bailey, Halle Bear was in called Extent. And this was supposed to be like futuristic type of thing. And they had a truly foldable phone where it was like a hologram where mm-hmm. when you open it up, you, you could, you could touch it, mm-hmm. but then you kind of like fold it or clamp right. it. Closed. It wrapped me, in itself. Right. Right. To me, when I think foldable, that's what I think. I don't think flip. And it really annoys me that people <laughs> keep calling these foldable phones. These are not foldable phones. These are flip phones. Right. For hingeable, re-ima- hingeable reimagined phone. flip phones. <laughs> right. Because okay. that's, they, they depend on a hinge. So right. that's, that's flipping. That's not. All right. All right. Well, I'll take it from you, uh, Miss Masters, uh, <laughs> engineering, uh, development specialist. I'll take your word for that. That makes it, no, it makes perfect sense. They're not folding, they're hinging. But, yeah. you know, again, lack of a better term, they call it foldable. But yeah, that makes sense. It's a flip phone. All right. All right. So those are our predictions. Did you have any other predictions? You mentioned you, you know, shout out to you and, uh, my homegirl, Stephanie Humphrey, uh, y'all were both on DTNS doing the, uh, prediction show for, uh, Daily Tech News show. So, mm-hmm. uh, while we got some time, did you want to share some of your other predictions? Uh, we got some time. We can go over them. Um, so we did three. Um, I said, uh, EVs. I think EVs are going to be, um, they're going to be more accessible. Okay. Um, Meaning that I think they're going to be more affordable for people. And I think the hardware that's associated with EVs are going to be more widely available. Because one of the big things that people talk about when they talk about EVs is, yes, I can, you know, charge it, solar power, whatever the case may be. But what if I get to my destination? What if, like, say I'm going to my hometown. It's Mm -hmm. a small little town. They Mm -hmm. may not have charging stations. How am Mm -hmm. I going to get home if I don't have a place to charge my car and I've, and I've depleted everything. So I think it's going to be in addition to the actual physical car itself. I think the capability of people actually using them as everyday cars are going to be, um, I think that's going to be one of those things where it's going to be widely available. So that was one of them. The other was crypto. Crypto goes mainstream is what I said. Uh I think we've already, we start to see it at the end of last year, people talking about it, people getting involved, understanding wallets, how to transfer money, how to move money out. I think we're going to see more companies accepting of um, crypto. I think we've Uh seen with OBJ, he gets his entire salary from the Rams in Bitcoin. So I think it's one of those things where we're going to start seeing crypto being used not as much as, you know, our current currency, but I think it's going to, it's, it's, it's making its way into the mainstream media where everybody is talking about it. Everybody's getting involved. Everybody has a dot ETH now. I think it's one of those so, things where. So the dot. Okay. So I'm again, I haven't done that much research because it's like, I don't really get it yet, 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 yet. I get mm-hmm. crypto. 
you know, I, I can see the value, but the, okay. So the dot ETH thing, I see people do that on Twitter. I'm like, what is that? Is that just people deciding, Hey, I identify, you know, how, you know, people are starting to identify based on their gender. Are they doing it now with ETH? I'm starting. I, I am, I am crypto fluid. Is that <laughs> what, so what basically is that that's now? what it is because okay. it's, it's the, the handle I think is ENS domains. So it's basically how before, how you said, you know, when your children were born, you bought their domain name. So okay. you're basically buying your identifier oh, for okay. uh, crypto. Because okay. when you go and you sign up for it, you have to link it to a wallet. So it's one oh, of those things where okay. it's saying, let me stake my claim on my personal, you know, ET, uh, uh, Ethereum domain or whatever you want to call it. Okay. Because right. it's one of those things where let me go and get my name on before the internet before someone else does. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much from what I've, the little research that I have done because mm -hmm. I was like, let me just kind of go and look into it to see what it's about. But that's what my understanding of it okay. is. Because okay. like I said, when you go to get the domain, you have to link it to a wallet. So, so I guess my one question being, you, you don't have to answer this because you may, you know, whether you know or not. Um, what if I switch wallets? Can I unlink and relink? Same thing the way I switch hosting. Like if I go to a different host, can I point it back to my domain registrar or is it like one and done? I or I don't, I don't know, but I think it's, I think it may be one and done because it's this one company that's doing it. Oh, uh, okay. I think okay. that's okay. how it works. Don't right. quote me on this. Do your own research because yeah. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a crypto expert. This is just what I've been seeing on the internet, trying to piece it together. Okay. And then I'd start looking to it and I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more because it's a lot. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll definitely look into the staking your, the, the, the quote unquote, uh, crypto Ethereum domain. That's definitely something that I'd be interested in because again, I don't get it. That don't mean I don't think it's useful. I don't think right. it eventually will roll around. So I do definitely want to protect myself, especially if right. I want to use like brother tech. Right. And that That's was a, my thing. I was right. like, I went to go and get like tech savvy diva, but then I was like, I want to do my actual name too, because most people do their yep. name. Mm -hmm. And I was like, mm -hmm. can I do multiple right. domains? Mm -hmm. Do I have to link them each to separate wallets? So those are the kind of questions that right. I was having. And I was like, I'm not sure what this is or how this works, but right. that was my initial, gotcha. you know, thought behind it, you know, definitely gotcha. to, to stake your claim on your brand. But right. yeah, I was right. like, I would want to do both. I would want to do like my, where I'm known broadly on social media, but my actual government name too, because right. I don't want nobody else to get that either. Right. All right. All right. So and I think the was other it, one yeah. was the VR that we've already talked about. Okay. And I think it's just, um, I think it's one of those things, again, it's, you know, affordability. I said affordability, affordability, availability, availability and adoption. I think it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be commonplace in the respect of, you know, people using, of course, for fun and games, but we're still in this pandemic and we don't know when we're coming out of it so yep. i can definitely see yep. people having concerts if you want to go in person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you go in person you pay one fee but if you want to be there virtually put your headset on you're there you're in the in the mix you're in the environment but you're yep. in the comfort of your home so i think that's where it's going and i just forgot about that and that may be a reason why i switch my <laughs> tech prediction because i totally because i totally forgot about covid Right. Yeah. Personally, 
you not about to catch me in no in no major concert and no major sporting event until one until I'm sure that we've got a handle on COVID, which is whenever, mm-hmm. whenever that happens. And two, I same reason why I haven't traveled like um, the airplane going to some destination. I don't want to be burdened with all the extra responsibility that goes into partaking in traveling or specifically going to these events, specifically masks. When we went to, I talked about this in the pre-show, uh, some of the things that I did over the holiday break, I was really, and my wife, I was bothered so much to where I really didn't have that much fun because I was so focused on that person don't have a mask. That person don't have masks. The nerve of this event that they said they was going to do this and that and the third, and they didn't. They're not doing you, it. Right. So I'm like, I'm so worried about all that stuff that I'm not really focused on the event. Now, <laughs> if there's an ability for me to virtually be a part of this event, which there are some things that I really want to do, like go to basketball games, go to football games. If they decide that, okay, we're really going to take this full, full blast because we don't know when COVID, when this whole thing is going to end, let's go ahead and jump in full bore and create a full on virtual experience to work. Like you mentioned, I can attend a concert. I can attend the NBA finals. And all I got to do is pay three, $400 for a headset and pay a little funky subscription of 10, 12, $15 a month. I'll pay that. Mm-hmm. If that means that I can enjoy this experience without having to deal with all the stuff right. that goes along with enjoying an experience right now. so Right. And my thing is we've already kind of seen it with the NBA when they were in the bubble, where they uh-huh. had kind of like people there, but not mm-hmm. there on like the screens or whatever. So mm-hmm. we're already kind of going towards that. And honestly, if you're a business person, if you're all about making money, you want to get this money. If you can get in-person money and virtual money, you got two monies and not just one money. So it, it would be smart for them to right. to go for the two monies. Right. Uh, and it kind of seems like they kind of fell back now that everybody and a mama, if you look back at the uh, college football playoffs and the final championships and you look yeah. at these Christmas basketball games and now Olympic the NFL start next month and the play, NFL playoffs start yeah. next week. These places are jammed packed. So it seems like these companies are, oh, oh, people are coming back. All right, let's get that. But I think going forward and going back to your original predictions, it would take a major player like Apple to get in the game for the NBA that does do this kind of experience. They, they act to take it a step further, not just in the bubble. The NBA does offer a subscription to where if you get the Oculus headset, you they give you a courtside experience, but I haven't heard anything about it since hmm. COVID. So it would be I'm nice. For, that. See if it'll work yeah, look into hmm. definitely look into it because because I remember talking about it. I don't remember if we did it on this show or I was a guest on another show. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But oh, that was one of the reasons I think why I hadn't purchased a VR headset because it's like, all right, I'm going to wait for NBA, to NFL, whatever the case may be, to do that kind of virtual experience. Then, you know, I'll feel like more involved, but it, again, they kind of fell off when COVID hit and then they let everybody back in the stadiums. Um, but, um, yeah, so, you know, um, for them to go full board and then Apple to get into the game, I think that'd be all right. 
now it's legit. <laughs> now let's go. <laughs> so maybe uh, all that to say, uh, I may have to re- re- reverse my AR VR prediction because I want them to do it so I can go to a concert, so I can go to a football game, basketball game, whatever sort of major sporting event and not have and to deal with Apple. It. And we know Apple is about this getting that money. Right, right, right. All right. All right. All right. That's pretty good then. All right. So those are our predictions again. Um, you know, let us know uh, what your predictions are for Apple and just general technology predictions. You can hit us up on social media or you can join our discord community and we'll make sure we'll put links in the show notes and we'll explain on how to get into that chat community. Cause that's one of the things I want to do for the new year is get more involved in our little community. It's a little community, but it's a community nonetheless. So we're going to make sure we uh, cultivate uh, what we already got. So, all right, that is it for the predictions show uh, real quick. I want to move into a hookup uh, because this is personal. Um, I listen to a fair amount of music. I'm not an audiophile nonetheless, but when Apple music released or announced and actually released the fact that you can listen to lossless music. So you think of music, I don't want to say in its purest form, but the music, you can listen to the music in the same fashion that the artist created it. The way they wanted you to hear the music is the way you hear the music with lossless audio. So Apple like mu- when they're in the booth and it's just the small booth, the mic like right in front of them and the right. headsets. That, the clarity that they project is the clarity that I hear uh, is is the experience loosely uh, with lossless audio. So Apple announced that you can listen to lossless audio via Apple Music if you have a subscription. So I went and did, you know, I've already had the subscription, but I had to go re-download a lot of my music because they, once they announced in lossless audio, I downloaded the non-lossless version. Mm-hmm. So I had to remove it from my uh, playlist and re-download it thinking I was going to get lossless audio. I was, but you can only get it through your MacBook speakers. I could only get it through my iPhone speakers or if you connect wired headphones. And I was like, well, I don't listen to wired headphones. I have AirPods Pro and I got these expensive ass AirPods Max. So let me listen to my loosest audio via my expensive headphones. No, you can't do it because Bluetooth does not transmit lossless audio. They, they, and that kind of makes sense because if you're in the studio, it's wired. Right. It's wired. Uh, newsflash AirPods don't have wired. This little thing, there's no way to connect the wire to it. With the AirPods Max, you can use the wired audio using the little cable that I bought. So I actually have a lightning to three and a half millimeter jack that I can plug one end into my AirPods Max, and then I can plug the other three and a half millimeter into my MacBook. But this little funky cable. <laughs> does not do, does not transmit the digital. So it's like, all right, well, how can I get lossless audio from my um, Apple Music through my MacBook or specifically through my iPhone into my AirPods Max? So I did some research. I looked around. Uh, it come to find out the only way you can do it is with this little guy. This is a Three and a half millimeter jack that the, the, no, let me see if I can get in there. So this is the little free. Remember when the iPhones, 
stop. Oh, when they the when they stopped going with the jack, the three and a half millimeter jack, they when did they, little converters. Right. Um, and they gave them to you free with your iPhones. Now everybody goes wired. Nobody cares about this anymore. But the only way to get lossless audio from Apple Music through your device into my headphones is you need a digital digital to audio, I mean digital to analog converter. So so there are some cables that do that have the digital analog uh converter or you can buy a little box maybe about maybe about that big that you connect on the end of your MacBook and then you plug your wires into that. Uh but this little guy for ten dollars or if you don't already have one, this has a digital to analog converter built in. So essentially what I have to do is on my AirPods Max, I plug the lightning port into the bottom of the AirPods Max. And then I plug this three and a half millimeter analog converter, which stupidly turns it back into lightning <laughs> that I can then plug into my phone. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to jump to just to do something that Apple does. I've got to jump through all these extra hoops just to get lossless audio which just to get back to basically what you already had just to get so back my question to- is is it worth it is all the effort worth it and you have to be like sitting down you can't really work out with this it has mm-hmm. to be kind of like uh what you're like you got to simulate a studio almost to yeah. where you're sitting down like you said um plugged your you got to again like i mentioned re-download all of your audio as the lossless if it's available not all music is available in lossless audio via Apple Music, so you gotta one have that. Once you get that, um, the sound experience is is not perfect, but you can tell the difference between just Bluetooth music from my phone to my AirPods and actually plugging in via wires. Again, I'm not an audiophile, so I'm not going to tell you dBs and velocity and <laughs> all those things. I don't know any of that. But the whole purpose of going through the process is I want to listen to the music as the way they produced it. And if this is what it takes, I'm not going to do this all the time. If I'm just working out, if I'm working in the yard, if I'm cleaning the house, if I'm just listening to podcasts, or I'm just listening to music while I'm working, chances are I won't do this. It'll be a specific time to where I want to sit down by myself I've got a music or a song or an album that I really just want to space out to because that's the the thing that Apple sells. That's the experience that they sell. They sell you when the AirPod Max came out, you put them on the head and then you sunk into the couch and he was off into space doing all this stuff because you got this beautiful audio. Well, I really want that experience. And the only way to do it, surprisingly, is to go back to the wired, which again, wired is always better than wireless. So, you know, uh, hopefully. Apple figures out a better way to do this because it is kind of janky, <laughs> but nevertheless, it looks a hot mess. It doesn't look very neat, right? But nevertheless, my hookup for the week is if you have AirPods Max and you want to get lossless audio into those beautiful sounding, expensive headphones, you do need a cable or two <laughs> just to plug into your um, just to plug into your uh, iPhone. So. Uh, if you're listening, I will have show notes um, and I have the link to the show notes to where you can actually go to uh, Amazon and get these two wires. 
to where you can connect to your AirPods to get lossless audio via Apple Music. So that is my hookup for the week. And I think that's going to do it for this show. Uh, next week, we'll get back into where we add in second string, where we talk about technology in general, we'll get back for the culture. We talk about anything uh, social media. But this this show, we wanted to do our Apple prediction show. So definitely, like I said, uh, if you want to um, uh, uh, join the conversation, I'm going to do this a little out of order. Uh, you can go to um, you follow us on YouTube. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook at Snobos uh, if you're doing us on social media, definitely, you know, add us, let us know what your tech predictions are. If you're watching us via YouTube, definitely leave a comment, like, and subscribe. Let us know what your tech predictions are. Uh, if you want to leave our predictions on, you know, go to a website. You can go to our website at snoboscast.com or you can shoot us an email. If you want to do it privately, let us know what your predictions are. You can go to snobboiscast at gmail.com. Or like I mentioned, you can tell, tell us on our community on Discord. If you go to the website, we'll have a link to join our Discord community via the website. Uh, if you want to support the show, we definitely appreciate all of our current supporters. Uh, but if you do want to support the show, uh, you can do so by going to our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash snobboiscast, we got a couple tiers of based on your involvement that you want to be. And some of those tiers have some special uh, exclusive content, some extra features that you want to join. Um, if you do just want to give us a love offering, we want to give a shout out to Charles who stays keeping our love offering pockets full. Uh, if you just want to Keep drop us a couple of dollars here and there, uh, you can definitely do that. If you go to paypal.me forward slash snob OS, you can give us a love offering that way. Again, like I said, that's it for our tech prediction show. Uh, I think we are out until next week. Peace. Bye everybody. Bye.